Recorded live at Toxin Tasting Studios, it's the Clerical Errors Podcast. The podcast that shows you what's behind the collar. Let's go. From the Talks and Tasting Studios, this is the Clerical Errors Podcast. The podcast that shows you what's behind the collar. I'm Bull Hagen. This is Vicker. And Peter's here. Eating hey, his Pete. dinner. <laughs> Eating yeah. his dinner. Eating dinner. So I'm fired yeah. up today. I am fired up. Well rested, came back from vacation. Yep. We actually got a bunch of emails. Oh, well, that's uh, how cool is that? And that's really cool. Yeah. And uh, one I'm going to be using frequently here, and that is from our associate producer. Okay. Uh, we have a young listener who was fired up about our last podcast. Oh. She is. Let's uh, go! Let's go! <laughs> let's go! Let's go! She gets it. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. That That's for you, Berg. Let's go, let's go. That's uh <laughs> yes, that is the uh the, the dear daughter of of our associate producer. What I like about it, she's first off, Hannah, I want to congratulations. Congratulate you on a new vehicle. Oh. Yeah. She came to visit like in a Prius. She did. It was I remember it stood right out right. in a town like this. Right. And I, I remember <laughs> thinking, man, your family's growing. Well, yeah, it looks like yeah, yeah. they got something that'll fit the family. When okay. they come camping. Okay. So they're pretty excited. Is it? Is, let's go! Let's go! Get used to it, Vicar. It's going to happen all day. Okay. I'm excited. Right. And what I like about it, too, is this this precious little child of God in her car seat. Uh, very pretty, right? And not only that is it looks like she's sipping on a sparkling water. She's got a LaCroix in her hand. No. Yeah. That's oh. impressive. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so a LaCroix and a Prius, though. <laughs> no, it's it's not anymore. It's not the Prius anymore. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that's got a lot yeah, of headroom space, in it. yeah. Looks like they're in a huge vehicle. It's a growing family, man. She needs yeah, that. I guess so. It's exciting. Let's go! Let's yeah. go! <laughs> You're going to get tired of that. I am not. <laughs> I'm going to be okay. So uh, the, ever, the, the listener knows, who's been listening for a while, I am a sound effects guy. Yeah. It just gets me excited. And you know what else I'm excited about? Hmm. First of all... Vacation, wonderful time, right. right? A lot of beach time, a lot of beach time. Yeah, and it looked like maybe you got some exercise in while you were on yeah. the beach. <laughs> Would you like, want to talk about that? <laughs> I saw the picture at least. Right. So uh, I'm on vacation. I'm not, I, I probably spent maybe two minutes on my phone. Okay? Wow, okay. One to send a, the, the Facebook picture, my, me and my dad. Right. The other time uh, uh, they were setting up an elders meeting while I was gone. Yep. Right. They were trying to. Yeah. And I was I was a little late in, late in responding. Right. Well, that's kind of normal. I don't know if you have to be on vacation. For right. That. And I said I texted the group back. Sorry, I didn't answer this right away. I was exercising. Yes. And what was the picture? Uh, well, it looked like you were lifting weights at the beach, um, scantily clad. I suppose. Oh. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> I had my trunks on. Yeah. Well, you did. <laughs> Muscle Beach. Muscle Beach. Yeah. yeah. I was I was pumped up. <laughs> I was you pumped were. up. I was pumped up. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> and and one thing I want to say, a reminder, is it wasn't a selfie. I did notice that because I didn't know how you could have accomplished a selfie. So like, I wonder what stranger he gave his phone to. <laughs> <laughs> Some stranger. It was my lovely bride. There you go. Let's go we let's had a great go. time. <laughs> Do you know else I mean, why, I'm, why, el- why else I'm excited? No, I don't know. Play along, okay? Because 
I'm going to talk a little NBA basketball, and I want you to pretend like you know what you're talking about. Oh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Uh, tossing the old animal skin type of language, probably. But. <laughs> so, I'm also excited. Tonight, Game 1, Western Conference Finals. Oh. Haven't the NBA playoffs been amazing? Oh, it's been. certainly. We, we've reached the Conference Finals now. Miami is a prize team at 8 seed, uh, playing against the 1 seed uh, in the Eastern Conference, uh, Boston. A great Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler. Uh, playoff Jimmy is pretty amazing. He might be the better player in that series. We'll see how that goes. Also, mm-hmm. the the Heat, I believe, with Eric Spolstra, has a, a definitive co- coaching uh, advantage over Missoula. He's got more experience. This isn't his first rodeo of the playoffs. Some NBA championships behind his belt. So, uh, as far as talent-wise, I believe that uh, Celtics have uh, a clear path. But coaching, when you're talking about a seven-game series, Vicar, coaching matters. They're talking sure. game-to-game adjustments. That's what's beautiful about the NBA playoffs. you got seven games. It's not just a one game. So, they play one game. You probably like this. Okay. This yeah, the math part, I'm sure I'll like it. So, you have one game, and uh, one team wins or one team but loses. But then, it's the chess match. What are we going to do in a couple of days to match what they were trying to do? So every game has a little mm, different element okay. of after, especially if they goes all seven of teams are making changes in the lineup, running different offense and defensive schemes, and then seeing by the end who will win the, win the long game of that of, of that series. So it is actually kind of fascinating. Okay, the so metagame changes. Well, okay, the metagame changes. Yes. All right. So my dumb question is then, if I just make sure I heard it right, there you're not just eliminated when you lose a game in these playoffs. You have, you have a different. To, you have matchup? to lose four times. You in a do series. have to lose four. Best okay. of seven. The best, best of seven. Of se- oh, okay. Kind of like the World Series. Yes. Okay. Only in the baseball. ball's bigger. The ball's bigger. Okay. It's one of them orange ones or something. Right. Right. <laughs> so that that should be interesting. But I'm really looking forward to the Western Conference Finals. Okay. LeBron showing he can still get it done. LeBron, 38. Still wow. showing. Got a gimpy foot. That's all right. Ooh, really? Yeah. He tore something. He's uh. a man. He's got a little <laughs> little bull hanging in him. He'll, he'll be all right. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you have the two-time NBA MVP, uh, Nikola Jokic. Average last series of like 33 points in a triple-double, which is ten point over 10 points and 10 assists per game, which hmm. is a ridiculous stat. So, so you have old man LeBron against against this uh, powerhouse, okay. Uh, uh, Anthony Davis. Usually, you count on his offensive skills, but this series is all going to be out of his defense. I believe it's just going to be exciting. I'm I sure mean, the his eyebrows alone, you know, top ten. Pick. Yeah, unibrow. You look so confused, Vicar. <laughs> I know. I'm so so. Let's, let's as get best your picks. We, the, the listener needs to know your picks. Okay, who you got in the? The Denver Nuggets versus the LA Lakers. Who do you got in that one? Nuggets or Lakers? Lakers, I'll say. How many games? Five. Lakers in five. Lakers in five. That's well, a, that's gotta a pick that's something. a bold. I like that. <laughs> I'm I'm a LeBron guy, but I, I don't know if I'm that much of a LeBron guy. Yeah, I'm gonna know. say I'm gonna say Nuggets, but they do it in six. Hmm. No, see, see, I like interesting because in each of those games you have the away t- team winning. Now, the problem that the Lakers are going to have in this is LeBron's older, right? Yeah. When you get older, it's your cardio that goes a little bit, right? You can still be strong. Yeah. It's the cardio, the wind. Well, they're playing in Denver. Oh. Ah. That's a, that's going to be trouble. Yep. So. Now, do they go practice in Denver beforehand to get kind of acclimatized, or do they just show up and they're in well, trouble? Well, they'll do a little bit. They'll do a little? Okay. Yeah. But that that might make a difference. Yeah, it could. You know? But I've heard of the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have you heard of the Denver Nuggets? Not really. 
Okay. Uh, the Lakers used to play the Trailblazers, I think, from where I'm from. And so, oh, that's right. So I would hear about those teams. A oh, bit. the Jailblazers. <laughs> oh, that was, they had some good years. Oh, Bonzi Wells. You remember Bonzi Wells? I'm not going to know. Arvidas Sabonis? <laughs> no, I can't oh. names. I'm sorry. I know the word Trailblazers. How can you live by Portland and not know who Arvidas Sabonis is? <sighs> not my Vetus. Not your Vetus. Arvidas Sabonis. My favorite. <laughs> It's my favorite species of mold. <laughs> Arvidas? Okay. Isn't there somebody Arvidas named Sabonis. Elijah Wan? Uh, Hakeem Elijah Wan. I've heard of his name for some reason. There was yes, one of my he was, cousins uh, was excited about him. Yes, he was uh, with the, the Rockets. You know, so you remember Michael Jordan? He won three yeah. titles. You know that, all right? Michael Jordan, right? I know the guy, yes. All right. And then <laughs> he course. took two years off. Uh, to play, play baseball, baseball yeah. which was really, I think yeah, they're... Yeah. And they went on strike or I think something. There, well, was... I think those two years, there was some sort of a gambling thing he was kind of running from. That's that's uh, near the there. That's either, yeah, yeah, the league decided, uh, yeah, you can play baseball. And the MLB was like, I mean, yeah, Michael Jordan, you want to put Michael Jordan in our sport? Uh, sure. If, yeah, I don't care. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then Michael Jordan came back and they won three more titles. The two years in between those is when the Rockets played, uh, which would be, uh, I would say, maybe 90... 94, 95, those okay. two years. Yeah. Uh, um, with Big Shot Bob, Robert Ory on that team. It's a good team. Uh, anyways, yeah, that was the year that Hakeem Olajuwon uh, won his two titles. Okay. Those two years for the Rockets. Right on. I didn't even know what team he was on, apparently. But, so you know nothing. But, but I just heard the name oh, before because my cousin right, would right. just yell it out. So you got you got Lakers in five. Yeah. So now do you got you got Heat or Celtics? Celtics. Like the Celtics. I like the good name. choice. Good choice. That's a... <laughs> Plus, it's you know, everybody knows them. How many? Uh, it's going to take them a while. I'll say it takes them six. All right, all right. So if uh, I'm not sure what the money line is, if uh, you're interested in making a little money, Vickers got his picks. You can listen to I him, a man of God. Celtics and five. They're not going to have an issue with the Heat. I should have cast lots, huh, for this That's decision right. thing that I'm doing here. All right. So, with, do I sound excited? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you might even need a. A cheering section or something with yeah. how excited you are. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Vicar, we'll expect a... Uh... Let's go! Let's go! That's right. <laughs> there it is. She's got me fired up. Fired up. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> and she's me so excited when she listens to this episode, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Let's go! Let's go! Oh. <laughs> yeah. Too cool. So, vacation was good to me. Yeah, I was hoping it would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If uh, if this poll pastor thing does work out, maybe I can be an NBA analyst. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so did you eat any alligator when you were down there in Florida? No, no. Okay. We did go to Gator Island. Oh. Or Gator. Gatorland. Gatorland. Okay, Gatorland. Huh. So it's this park uh, that you go, and there's a bunch of alligators. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Like a thousand of them, or Wouldn't something I like that. Guessed that from the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a whole land of them. Wow. You look, oh, look, there's an alligator. I will say, after a little while, you're like, you're kind of numb to the fact that you're yeah. just walking around thousands of alligators. You're like, uh, I want to go back to the beach. There's another <laughs> alligator. You want a picture? <laughs> so it was kind of a, a one-trick pony, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, they have some birds. They had a few birds. Did they, they had some crocodiles. Kind of like a theme park? Yeah. Well, there's a, there was a train ride. Oh, well, I would have liked that. <laughs> but I would say, really, it was kind of a one-trick pony. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I mean, they had other things. They had a few reptiles. They had, like, a, a bobcat sleeping in a hut somewhere. Yeah. 
Did you hit up my favorite thing to do in uh, Florida? Uh, no. What is you that? You didn't. What is it? I don't remember. The Natural Springs. I did not. No. Natural Springs. Oh, missing we did out, not. Man. Best yeah. thing to do in Florida. Natural Springs. Oh, they're beautiful. Okay. You snorkeler? You like the snorkel? Uh, I've done you it. Like to get out the snorkel once in a while and do a little snorkeling. Yeah. Do you? I would do it. It's neat to see the the under <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the fish under the water and you can see them clearly. That's I come back from vacation. I sound like I just sniffed a line or something, and I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it? Wow. Well, went yeah. We went. Wow. I, if I'm, I can't just sit still, right? I guess not. There are like hundreds of beaches down there. You think I'm just going to plop down in one beach? Oh, well, that's what you I would do. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah. There's like a hundred beaches down there. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Let's move on. Yeah. We're, we are a religious podcast. Oh, <laughs> Good reminder. <laughs> yes, I got lost. I became an uh, NBA analyst for a moment. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got a drink here. Yeah. What you got this time? I've got a uh, Bundaberg, Bundaberg yeah. ginger beer. Right. Uh, Australian family owned. So, so is this imported? Well, I suppose. Unless something happened to the geospatial coordinates of Earth while I wasn't looking. Wow. This is pretty fancy. Is, is this everything a- in there okay for you to drink? I, I looked at the ingredient list. I, I brought this one uh, to make sure that it was pastor appropriate. Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. Is this did you get this at the? Uh... Oh, did we get it at Wise Buys? I can't recall. That might be where we got it. Um, looking at the date written on it, yeah, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mid-century or whatever. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. I want to. Ta- I want to take this bottle to. Uh, uh, an antique roadshow. See what happens. <laughs> this belongs in a museum. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right on. All right. That's, what is this? It's got uh, yeah, some it's sort got of a, a strange pull tab thing on it. Like it, it's a little stubby bottle, brown glass bottle, but the lid's got a ring on it that you and you pull on the ring, evidently, to take the lid off. Now the confirmation kids were able to drink these, but we had a few leftovers after my confirmation. Uh, final class party and so nice air but you know it's tearing into my skin yeah he's ripping his hand apart trying to open this bottle not only that i turned 50 and like really soon Uh, yeah that's right not like i've ever said that yet speaking of mid-century i know right (laughs) that's right listeners if you have any good ideas to uh for gifts for bull higgins 50th let me know because i got nothing Oh, I got no clue what to get this guy. Probably reading glasses would <laughs> comes to mind. You can get like three or four pair from Walmart for just like eight bucks or something. There you go. There you go. I'm finding that I just have to have those laying all over the house nowadays in order to have enough of them around because, you know, you misplace them. And then, of course, they're glasses, so you can't find them. <laughs> just bop it against the table, man. What are you doing? Yeah, we're wrestling with this lid for some reason. I uh, pulled the thing off. Yeah, you pulled the tab until it, the tab itself came off. <laughs> He yeah, didn't I thought know. it was me, but I was just too strong. He for didn't it. know his own strength. That's it. Got a good workout on vacation. All right. There, I see a screwdriver up on the shelf there. I don't know if All that right. would. All right. Maybe that'll do it. <laughs> to your left. There's a. There you go. There's all kinds of. <laughs> yes, I still have to do the L when I'm. Yeah. <laughs> People give me instructions. Don't, don't worry about it. Uh, maybe I should have said uh, west of you. <laughs> that have helped. That might have helped. <laughs> oh, oh, I think he's going to do it. <laughs> uh, this is a bust so far. 
Oh, he's using a Phillips too, so it might. You know, be that's not a Phillips. Oh, it's not. Oh, okay. Can Come on. I need my glasses. <laughs> and for the record, I have a. Hey, uh, by the way, before I forget, uh, uh, we might help someone move on Thursday if we could borrow your truck. Oh, yeah, certainly. That's what it's good for. <laughs> Irene. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, and I have diet tonic water. Speaking of oh, wow. getting over the age of fifty, the, but, the, uh, <laughs> that is the favorite drink of recovering alcoholics everywhere. <laughs> is it? Oh well, that's not why I have it. I have it because it's ninety nine cents for two liters. <laughs> let's go! Let's go! <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, Vicker saw. Well, how much was it? Ninety nine cents for two liters. He saw ninety nine cents for two liters. He said, "Let's go!" Yeah. Let's go. I buy them four at a time down at the Hy-Vee now. <laughs> All right, I'll give this to you, Vicar. All right, we have. I've got a groove struggling. going. I don't want to yeah, mess ahead. it up. I. I'll see if I can get the lid off. So, what am I preaching on? <laughs> <laughs> now that my hands are full of bottle and screwdriver, <laughs> it is the seventh Sunday of Easter. So the reading is. Hold on, <laughs> on the previous page, Saint John the fifteenth chapter, verses twenty-six. Oh, and 16th chapter through 16, verse 4. And it's about the helper coming. Should I read that one? Yeah, you can set that down. That's all right. Okay, reading first. Jesus said, When the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. All right. Hey, I'll take a quick peek at that. Yeah. All right. So can I tell you what a seasoned preacher, when he, what he sees that maybe a less seasoned preacher would see? Yeah, I probably need to hear exactly that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he talks about the world thinking that they are doing a service by... By killing the disciples. Kicking you out of the apostles. synagogue and killing you, right? Right. Right. And so, uh, um, the easy place to go with that is what? St. Paul, like who was doing exactly those things, thinking he was doing the right things. Okay. And then when it comes to application is this world isn't going to like, isn't going to like you because you believe in Jesus, right? Yeah. Right. You're like a kind of a woe is me, woe is us, Mm -hmm. which I mean, it's part of it. I mean, he's warning them. Right. Right. However, I want you to think about this. Those who were doing it really thought that they were doing something righteous, yeah, righteous good, yeah. and good. And everyone in the pews thinks that they are doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And so what does this require? Uh, what would Berg call this? You could easily make this a sermon on... Uh, well, false piety or something? He said uh, not homiletics. It was uh, anti-homiletics. Were you there for that, Vicar? I'm not sure. I'd, maybe not. Anti-homiletics. No. About how, how to be a good listener to a sermon. Oh, okay. 
Or maybe you weren't here for that. Maybe that it was might episode have been the one were... I missed. I did miss one. All right. So, meaning that uh, I think one thing is mindful about this is, and he says this to his own disciples, by the way. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it all over myself too, but I got it. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Good thing this is. Good job, Vicar. <laughs> all right. It's a little moist on the outside of the bottle right now, but the majority of it landed on my pants, so you should be okay. Hmm. Yeah. It's uh. I thought it would taste more ginger. So it's. I've not drank it myself because of the sugar content. But is it a not like ginger ale then? I thought maybe it'd be. It's a, like a. Like a ginger ale, a little more tart to it. Oh, okay. Which, like I would, like a, it tastes like a squirt with some ginger in it. Okay, squirt like it's got a grapefruit side taste or just it's got more a like a, to a citrus it a to it? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, interesting. All right. So back to the reading. Right. Back to the important stuff. <laughs> All right. So you have Jesus promising the Holy Spirit. Yes. The helper. Uh, and, and by the way, when it comes to... Uh, the Holy Spirit coming to them, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just the way your old self would be, like, boom, zap, write it down. <laughs> when it comes to bringing to remembrance, you are witnesses. You will bear witness. Yeah. You have been with me from the beginning. Right. So he will the, He will send the Holy Spirit to them, right? Right. But there will also be their own faculties, right. writing, right. memories, go- witnesses. They are writing not only what they saw, but the Holy Spirit will then also illumine them and what they're supposed to make of these things and how yeah. they're supposed to write it. Right, and call to mind right. the, the remember, remembrance of the things, too. And uh, Jesus' own words are also here. He does not want them to fall away. Yeah. Which is why I, I, I thought of, I was thinking of that other angle of, of getting the listener to think about all the things that they think may be righteous, but or not. I mean, it takes that kind of self-reflection on God's word right. all the time to bring you back to take whatever self-righteous things that may be sinful to sweep them out, clean house, right? Uh, often, because uh, it doesn't. It, these things have progress. A little leaven mm, leavens the whole loaf, of course. And uh, and it's always good to look at a text like this. And really think about what is it that I need to hear? What are some things that my version of righteousness needs to be challenged? Right. Conform to the word of God, not the other way around. Right. And so I think that's one way that this can certainly be a very thought-provoking. Because we as as, uh, Missouri Synod Lutherans in particular are very good at uh, directing the eyes to errors of those eyes, oh, those outside our walls. Yeah. Right? Right. Uh, but uh, we're less good at the other part. Hmm. And uh, when, you, when you're in a country congregation, uh, a small town congregation in Iowa, um, uh, there is a, a kind of piety that says, the false piety, I think, sometimes, that we're, everything's okay because we're missouri sitted Lutheran. Hmm. regardless of what that may mean to them. Hmm. You know, okay. We believe the right thing because we bear that name without actually wrestling with things perhaps they need to wrestle with, hmm. which is exactly the opponents of Jesus were doing. We are children of uh, Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. So uh, they were unable to do it. And, and uh, 
and uh, so much so that it, uh, incrementally so that when it came to Jesus day they were 180 degrees from where they were supposed to be right and uh this comes as a, a not only as a, in a corporate way as a congregation as a church as a church body to seek to prevent that from happening here mm-hmm. but also comes on an individual basis too of addressing uh when uh when we think of getting carried away with our sin and allowing sinful thoughts, actions, and deeds, and words, and thoughts, all those things, that happens from an incrementally way, too, That right. which, which is why daily contrition and repentance in your baptism is so important, because each day you're seeking to sweep those out. Hmm. Right. And to keep uh, improper thinking, actions, and sin from grabbing control of you and taking you uh, without even you noticing to a different place. Yeah. Right. And sin starts in the heart, you know, I mean, and if you, if you don't start working against it while it's still in your heart, it's, it will turn into actions. It will turn into words. I'm thinking of a song as you say that. Okay. Concupiscence. There you go. (laughs) Concupiscence. Is that your favorite uh, parody song from the... Yeah, it probably is. That one's pretty good. (laughs) All right. So... Before I get into my top 12 list, hmm. uh, we had an episode where we asked, we wondered who has listened to pretty much all of these episodes. Oh, yeah. If you know, get a hold of us. And guess what happened? I don't know. What happened? We got responses. Oh, nice. We got a bunch of email. Okay. Guess what I thought to myself when I heard that email? Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, am I too much for you today? Oh, no. I, I, you know, because uh, even though an episode came out every week, I really did have a break from recording with you because you were out of town. So for me, uh, uh, I, I have a higher tolerance for you than normal because of the break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have. So obviously Hannah says. Oh, yeah. I hope it goes without saying that I've listened to over 90% of the episodes, but I cannot guarantee that I was completely awake for each. Uh, well, you know what, Hannah? That's understandable. <laughs> I think you'll be awake for this one. Yeah. Because this voice let's go, let's go. <laughs> is your anti-sleep voice. That's going to drill Whenever you get sleepy, let's go, there let's you go. go. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. We have someone also saying, I have listened to every episode since you started, some good, some bad, Oh. but every single one. Wow. Man, every single that's one. That's dedication. Ah. The, the ones that annoy me, such as the best number episode. How can oh, that's the blasphemy? Oh, the you can't number. say that. Blasphemy. That's my favorite. <laughs> it's a really good. How one. are we on the same page? Uh, <laughs> don't we don't want you as a listener anymore? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but what she said is that she gets an episode she doesn't like, she speeds it up to 150 percent of the speed so it goes by wow. faster. Just, no, I want to, I want you, listener. Uh, if you're wondering what she, which what she's talking about, we uh, did an episode where we ranked the twelve. I was, I was particularly tired that day. Yeah, and uh, I ranked the twelve, and I had Peter kick it up with some sound effects. Yeah, the top twelve numbers. So that that top twelve list was basically like crack cocaine already. <laughs> okay. And then she listened to it at one and a half speed. Can you yeah, imagine that, no, Peter? I... <laughs> <laughs> so. All those sound effects. I mean, there's like 150 sound effects like stuffed into that episode. That I, and I did listen to that part. You guys made sure I listened to it because it's really funny. 
But wow, every single episode. Wow, that's amazing. That's a completionist right there. All right, we, we had have... our we had our music uh, producer. Oh Let yes, no, he's still waiting on his that. t-shirt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he didn't mention that. He didn't mention it. Okay. Oh yeah, we should probably. <laughs> Um, but he did say he's also listened to every single episode of the podcast. When he discovered it a couple of years ago, he went through the backlog and has kept a day, up to date ever since. <laughs> and, and he says he know he uh, has inside knowledge. It looks like on number twenty, he does twenty point They're in the same graduating class. Uh, if you want any audio samples before you ship them out, just say so. Hmm. All right. That would be funny for number 20 to show up and you already have. Well, I didn't some... ask him yet if he wants to be on the podcast. That's true. You haven't asked, but I mean, it's, you might be able to safely assume. We'll see. Right. Yeah. You know, every other one has. Yeah. <laughs> we have Zach, Zachary. Uh, Zach says, following the, just following the rules. Yes, I've listened to all of them. Amazing. Uh, when I found the podcast about two years ago, I worked backwards to hear the rest of the shows going down an episode numbers until i heard everything so he listened to whatever was newest yeah. and then worked his way back to the oldest wow that's impressive and he says that that was great because when i stumbled upon any quote we should do that projects on the show i instantly knew if they happened or not spoiler <laughs> alert a lot didn't happen <laughs> keep up the good work yeah, well, you know that's one thing about bullhagen he has got a lot of let's go let's go right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then, uh, well, kind of like our 200th episode uh, extravaganza, right. you know. <laughs> I'm an ideas guy. Maker. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's what we had. That's All right, it. we have a question, right. too. Let's get that question out of the way. Oh, you just want to get into a question, too? Yeah, okay. let's do it. I saw that question. I thought to myself. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, I have a yeah, feeling so. uh, we are going to have a listener listening to this at 1.5 speed, <laughs> <laughs> which I feel like I'm already going at right now. There you go. <laughs> wait, NBA wait, playoffs uh, has got me going. All right. Okay, there you go. So that'll sound like the uh, the chipmunk version. All right. <laughs> uh, Ryan says, uh, this is Ryan from northeastern Indiana. Uh, he says, I was wondering if a baptism can replace the confession of sins part of the order of Holy Communion in TLH. Mostly directed at Berg. Well, sorry, Berg's not here today. Uh, but wouldn't mind feedback from Vicar and Bullhagen. Okay, Thanks, first guys, of all, Ryan, I'm hurt. <laughs> Is this above me? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you listen to me for your NBA playoff analysis, not for such a question. Right. Now, this one's theological. We better go to the other guy. I know. I get it, though. <laughs> I get it. I, I I play that way, but, you know, mm-hmm. I know Berg is smart. We'll just have to answer it as if we are Berg somehow. But like, you know what, what Ryan? I'm going to say this. You want Berg to answer this, but there's a saying in the NBA. Sometimes the greatest ability is availability. Uh-huh. They say a lot about the guy who gets injured a lot. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, wondering if bapt- a baptism can replace the confession of sins in the order of the Holy Communion in TLH. Well, I'll, I'll let you take a stab at it first. Well, see, I'm 
the TLH is before my time as being a Lutheran, so I'm not as familiar with it. I think that's the 1981 hymnal. Yeah, but um, it, it, it is uh, essentially very close to our setting three okay. that we just did. Right. Yeah. You know, did you notice what happened? I must be a lot of less going me this week because uh, um, during the – you notice how this time I chanted the words of institution – which yes. I generally don't do. Yes, that's right. You out of the blue, right. you chant. I, I, I was like, I was like two lines in, and like, oh, I guess we're chanting this today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a great reset from the vacation. Yeah, you know? like <laughs> turned a new leaf and all that. Yeah. So uh, if you look at, uh, oh, Peter's firing it up. Our oh, producer. he's going to bring in like a, a, the text of the. Of it's the right there. We got Is a hymnal there? right there, Vicar. Okay, hold on. We got several of them from Berg when Berg was in studio. You know, I uh, I was a pastor with this, so no. Oh yeah, yeah. the oh yeah, because the LSB a, is two thousand six, right? And I had uh, a dual parish. One had this hymnal, and the other had the LW. Oh really? So I yeah. need to back up to nineteen forty one, right? So, um, I'm not sure how much uh, whether it's TLH plays into this. I'm not sure either. I think that. I think I've run across the notion that he's asking about that that a portion of the absolution and confession is handled by the rite of holy baptism. It's getting the right order, Vicar. Oh, did I say him backwards? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's heresy. That's, that's the Pentecostal way. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, uh, I will say this: I did think about that reverse order in my sermon. Oh, because I had a little thing about. Uh, when you, what did you think about what sin when you confess your sins? Yeah, you did do that, and and right. I struggled with that because I wanted to use it that idea, right? But I also know when I was preparing it that th- that sin had already been forgiven through the absolution, right? So I didn't necessarily want to rehash sin, but then again, I wanted to be able to talk about getting them to place right. themselves as a money morning quarterback thing. Well, no, it was a good, it was a good call. I thought, because if you accidentally, I'll say it that way, if you accidentally went through the motions of, of confession unthinkingly, let's say, because it's the hundred time you've done it or whatever. And then that time you were distracted, then it might've been good to hear, you know, to, to rethink about what was going on during a, a confession and absolution, like the, because you did pause for there to be a reflection on sin and, but, you know, it could have been the case that somebody out there needed to hear exactly what you said, that they had kind of went through the motions of confession, but didn't really ponder right. their sinfulness, which is what you were saying in the sermon. So the first thing I would say, by the way, to answer this question is this. Um, early on in the Lutheran Church, uh, the confession absolution was not in the divine service. Oh. Did you know that? Um I kind of did. It sounds familiar because instead you would individually come to the pastor and right. register and and confess privately. Right. So individually. Um and and there are some who still struggle with this aspect when it comes to the the corporate confession absolution. Right. Uh because of this. If you believe that absolution is what Christ says, which mm-hmm. is loosing of sins, the, the declaration that someone's sin is forgiven. Right. Right? Well, then, how can you actually do that in a corporate fashion when you could have impenitent sinners 
there. So in yeah. other words, if you yeah. want someone to hear the words of absolution as though they came from Christ himself, right? That and I think this might have been in the mind of some of the early earlier in the Lutheran church, which is why they announced and which is why they and which is up until not that long ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um is how can you do that in a corporate way when when you're not actually hearing an individual where and you don't know hmm. precisely you know so so for example in that confession absolution I had, or that sermon I addressed people who went through the uh, confession without actually thinking about it right okay. and yet I forgave them their sins. Hmm. Right. I so, mean, I, it's kind of like an inception level. But you don't of want to necessarily. Right? As now, some have addressed this other church bodies' way by adding a qualifier to the absolution. Okay. Saying that to those who truly repented, or adding kind right. of a qualifier like that. Right. Hmm. Um, I believe that's the that's the non-pastor line in the hymnal, right? Well, no, there is an announcement mm-hmm. of grace that's not an absolution right. that, that can be done. But I'm talking about when there is in service a confession, an actual absolution, I forgive you your sins. Some answer that with a qualifier. But my point is this, okay? Uh, um, the confession absolution in the service itself isn't necessarily necessary. <laughs> not necessarily. Right? Right. Uh, and some was some struggle with the fact that I am forgiving someone their sins. Is it how, you know with maybe they didn't think about it? Maybe they're not impenitent. And if you expect everyone to take those words and apply to them as if Christ did them for themselves, it's actually hard to do properly in a corporate right way. Yeah. And so when uh, the individual confession absolution started getting out of the pr- practice, they wanted to keep it. And they did so by adding it into the. Mm-hmm. It's almost a concession I see. to it. Um, and so, uh, that being said, the elements and what that seeks to do in preparing for the Lord's Supper is done all over the service. So the sermon is one that leads to repentance and, and proclaims right. forgiveness. Right. The Kyrie, Lord have mercy. Right. Uh, all those things. Um, and uh, I think it's good to have it in this way, in the fact that um, uh, St. Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, uh, St. Paul tells us to examine ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And then as certainly what, what you do and are supposed to be doing in the confession absolution right. in the corporate manner in the, in the service. However, uh, is that really going on? You know, I think if you paused even longer— you would increase the likelihood. Just a super uncomfortable silence for, like, say, fifteen seconds straight. It doesn't sound like it's long, but with total silence in a in a in a congregation like that for that long, it might. I mean, I'm just thinking out loud here, but that might right. cause there to be that time, that great pause to, okay, what did he just say? What are we doing right. here? And to come come to attention. So and, and I think the the best time for that is to actually happen before service, the night before. Okay. Or that morning, or get into your pew five minutes early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if, 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 
because if you say, I'm just going to extend that time, well, then how long before that's just another part of the liturgy? You're oh, right. we wait. Right. If this yeah. is where we're supposed to be quiet. Yeah. So it might be effective at first. So yeah, getting back to your new, question yeah. here, I'm all over the place. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the fact that it's actually in the divine service is m- newer from the beginning. Right. Um, there are times in uh, the service where perhaps you might, uh, I think, for example, Palm Sunday. We have the Palm Sunday entry with the passion of the Sunday service. I believe that uh, after the triumphant entry and we switch over, we didn't actually have the confession absolution. Okay. Yeah. So, so I would say, um, I would say it's not necessary. No, I'm not. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't necessary. have the agenda of what uh, what the actual agenda says in TLH. I think I might have one somewhere. I'll have to look at that. Okay. But to to get to answer the question, um, uh, I would say that. Uh, um, the confession absolution in the service is not necessarily one, uh, a part that historically has been essential. You have to have this in the divine service. It used to start with the introit. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Right. Is that, do you think that answers the question? I think it does. I don't, I've not seen a TLH uh, agenda book before, so I'm, I'm and, and also, if you if you consider the liturgy, uh, liturgy of baptism, the rite itself, right? Um, especially if it's an infant baptism, we answer right exactly for the congregations renouncing the devil and all of his ways, and uh, and and stating what they believe. For mm-hmm. the, yeah, so that's why I think I've run across the idea that when you have a the rite of holy baptism, that you you don't necessarily have to also have the, right. So rightly, you know, rightfully thinking, in a way, the Lord's Supper itself is a confession absolution. Right. You know, well, that's why you examine yourself, part right. of the confession part. Yep. Am I sorry for my sins? Do I desire to change? Do I believe that in this body and blood, this bread, in this meal, Christ gives me his body and blood for the forgiveness of sins? Yeah, that's... Right. And that, that that's part of what I said earlier when I talked about uh, um, the text of not allowing sin whether it's as a group or as an individual, to make what you think is righteous good. Mm-hmm. That's all a part of that. So I maybe didn't, didn't answer that quite like Berg would. No, but who knows? But I, I wouldn't necessarily, now if it becomes a regular thing, um, I would actually talk to your pastor about that. Right. If you have any qualms about it. If you, uh, th- you know, because I don't want to speak for him, he... You're, you should talk to your pastor about it if it's coming from that place. Um, but I, I do think at the pastor's discretion that there is some freedom in that. Right. Now, if no one's examining themselves, well, then I think it's a bigger issue. Right. That's a different problem. <laughs> um, so. Uh, also, by the way... Um, the Lord's Prayer itself can be thought of as a uh, preparation for communion prayer, right. which is why it is where it is in the liturgy. Uh, because uh, forgive us our trespasses, give us this day our daily bread, deliver right. us from evil. 
Uh, all the things that you see in Lord's Prayer could be, as you're praying it, understood in a preparation for the Lord's Supper kind of a way. Right. And should be thought of that way. A Eucharistic prayer. Would you like to add anything to that? So you said something about, like, my great idea of having a longer pause, that after a while that would become the normal thing. That, and, uh, and I have an analogy for that from my former life. There's this idea for traffic signals that you ought to put a bright yellow frame around the backboard for our traffic signal lights. And so you get the, the red light and the green light and the yellow light. And now there's this bright retroreflective yellow rectangle that's appearing so that people will notice there's a traffic light there and not accidentally run a red light all unawares. Um, but what happens is that after a while, everybody's used to the big yellow retroreflective right. rectangles and you're back to where you were before. And then you, you, you drive to Iowa where they're just not there and you just flow. Yeah, I just ignore them because they're not there. No. What happens is everybody gets acclimatized to that. And I'm thinking, what's next? We put a black border around the retroreflective yellow border and it's just going to keep going until these things are like billboard sized, you know, with the right. traffic signal lights in the middle of them. But anyway, well, you just people get acclimatized. Uh, beautifully describe the problem with contemporary worship. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to get more... <laughs> contemporary every time and more edgy and more flowery and all that <laughs> let's go <laughs> are we are we taking too long what should we do Pete? do you think we ought to let's go let's go move it move on <laughs> well you said you have a top 12 list how how much do you want to do it because we're at 50 minutes oh. we're at 50 minutes we'll be fast we'll be fast okay because i kind of have to i kind of have to do this because <laughs> It'll be obsolete next week or something. <laughs> well, yeah, because where did I put that thing? I'm looking. Uh, is it this one? It's the first time. Or is oh that, yeah, is that it? Okay, got over on my side. Yeah, I to make sure <laughs> to make sure I, I I counted down from twelve. There, you see oh, that? Oh, you actually wrote the numbers. And I wrote to down it. the numbers, That's and amazing. then I wrote uh, a seven six five, then six five <laughs> four. Anyways, yeah, I, I can even when I'm writing down, I can't count. <laughs> So uh, what do you think Peter ought to do? Ah, Peter, play the intro. Enough nonsense. It's time for Bullhagen's Top 12. Hey. <laughs> He's getting there. Let's I've been... go, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to thank you, Hannah, and especially your, your precious daughter. It's got me fired up today. Yep. So. Now, now, Berg... If you remember this whole let's go discussion, were you here for that? Yeah, I was. Actually. I don't know. Because yeah. you missed one. I, I missed one. It wasn't that one. I was here for the whether that was a kind of a universal phrase, if it was an MBA phrase. And he, he had brought it up, right? He didn't think it, that it was new to him and he didn't recognize well, it. Well, his problem about. was this. Uh, his problem was it was a let's go after the fact. Right. Something already had awesome had happened and then people right. would say let's like go. someone makes a, a winning putt they say let's go right they make a three point they say let's go yeah <laughs> right right but i i, I kind of took that okay yeah that whole idea and then i thought to myself it's actually very biblical to do it that way hmm. something big happens and what's the response hallelujah let's go <laughs> See if you're you're catching what I'm throwing down. Here. I don't know. I'm trying. All right. So, I've got a top twelve list mm-hmm. of the top twelve let's go moments in the Gospels. Oh, okay. Where something great happens, 
right? Yeah. And the response is, let's go. Oh, okay. Like, this means something. This isn't just an amazing thing. It means let's not only celebrating what happened, but what happened means also that there is a let's go from that. Okay, a cohortative let us go. Yes. <laughs> Does this make sense to anybody? Uh, I don't know. I'm about to hear the examples. I so think. I'm taking uh, Berg's problem with let's go. Yeah. Something great happened. Let's go. Well, yeah. why let's go? It's already done. <laughs> In the Bible, something great happens, and the let's go means, okay, now let's take what just happened and run with it. Okay. Apply it, perhaps, or right. continue the goodness. Now that I've explained my top 12 list, we are out of time. <laughs> let's go. All right. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Number 12. John the Baptist leaping in his mother's womb. Is there, if you think of a let's go moment. That's pretty By the way, I, I narrowed it down to the Gospels because I've got, you know, I'm going to maybe see if you want to do a let's go. Oh, okay. You got Old Testament. You could do the, the Pentateuch. You could do yeah. the Prophets. And we, could, we could let's go for a while. <laughs> yeah. Stretch this thing out, right? So John the Baptist. Uh Leaps in his mother's womb. Like, talk about a let's go moment, right? He, he probably was saying let's go in English, in amniotic fluid. Yeah. You know, he probably was. And he, but he didn't say I'm him. He was saying. No, no you know, I'm he's not him. He. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Brilliant. <laughs> right. So, so he leaps in his mother's womb, mm-hmm. right, at the presence of Jesus. God did something amazing. But what did that mean for John the Baptist? Does that mean, oh, something great happened. I could just get to rest here in the womb now. No, that's not what it what meant. What it meant? It meant... Let's go, let's go! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Number 11. The call of Peter. Okay. He was humbled because what happened? He was fishing all night. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? He, yeah, he hadn't caught a thing. And then something he... And then... What does Jesus tell him? Throw your net. Yep. Throw your net on the other side. And he... But I'm thinking this one... Wasn't he... He said, no, Lord, you shouldn't even be talking to me. I'm a sinner or something like that. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. That's not But then, then Jesus said, then I'll come. Let's go! Let's go! He didn't understand yet that it was a let's go, let's go moment. Yeah, that's true. He didn't. Right? He saw something amazing and Jesus had to explain that this was a... Let's go! Let's go! Moment... Right. Right? Yeah. He wasn't there yet. Yeah. He didn't understand. He just thought that was an amazing thing. Oh, no. Yeah. But he, Jesus was explaining to him, this was just the beginnings. He treated it's it a like let's a... let's go. He took it like a berg. Something amazing <laughs> happened, and this means something going forward. Yeah. You will be a fisher of men. Yep. men. Okay. You with me? Yeah. It wasn't a completed, okay, it's all done. Okay, well, that's over. I caught some extra fish. Phew. Done. <laughs> there you go. Number 10. Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. Yeah, that one that one is a spectacular moment. And there's automatically a continuation from that moment. I mean, uh, this guy's alive that was dead. Right. You know, so <laughs> But it's not necessarily the Let's go, let's go. That you might think of because no. the Let's go, let's go. M- moment of this was the fact that in a sense this hastens along Jesus' own death. This riled up the opponents of Jesus. Right. We got to do something about it. Right. They heard of Jesus laser, uh, rising, raising Lazarus from the dead. 
And they thought, okay, this Jesus thing is a problem. We need to and take care of this this problem. <laughs> yes, they did. That's a good point. Yeah, he accelerated what they were going to do anyway, or you know, brought it to his appointed hour. Right. Hmm. All right. You, you getting getting this? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was almost a reversal. Like it wasn't. It wasn't the protagonist who had the let's go moment. It was the antagonists. <laughs> right. But yes and no, okay. because it was our redemption that they were. I mean. Well, yeah, that's true too, huh? Like, <laughs> we all did need Jesus to die right then. Correct. We really did. It's, it sounds grim, but it's the, it's the happy truth, really. Number nine, Jesus walking on water. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is perfect because Peter mm-hmm. he witnesses Jesus walking on water. What is his response? Yeah. Let's go! Let's go! I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and you thought <laughs> his uh his bullhagen style uh exuberance mm-hmm. uh, yeah he had a good idea <laughs> respect vicar <laughs> you thought <laughs> i've come across that somewhere along the way <laughs> so yes it was uh an event peter witnessed and mm-hmm. then finally unlike the fish he understood this is my <clears throat> let's go moment yeah uh, yeah, he, he thought. <laughs> they started thinking. Uh, Peter's so such a fascinating character in the Bible. You know, I think I I think I can relate to him. And not because like I'm as great as him. I don't mean like that. Just the the notion that he gets fired up about something and he gets into it before he's prepared, you know. It's like I think it's kind of fascinating. <laughs> I do think he might have been a little ADHD. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, maybe maybe it's that's probably right. Number eight. You know what? It's kind of funny. I was joking how I can't count. I'm looking at my list. Look oh, what yeah. I did. Yeah, there, there's... Look what happens after nine. That's kind of amazing. There's a nine, and then, then there's a seven. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> so, I guess... <laughs> now you got to make one up real quick. <laughs> Number seven. Uh, I have Matthew 28, the Great Commission. Hmm. Well, can't go you there for... <laughs> right. It's literally... <laughs> And baptize. Make disciples. <laughs> make disciples, yep. And, and lo, I am with you always. The imperative is in the making of the disciples. Right. While going, while baptizing, make disciples. <laughs> and uh, he frames it with all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Meaning you go with mm. my authority. Yeah. Right? That's right. They were sent ones. They became apostles at that moment. Well, at least that's how I'm saying it. You, you look like maybe I've overstated the case. No, I zoned out for a minute. <laughs> okay, for that. <laughs> I was thinking about something else. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Number six. Jesus cleansing the temple. Yeah. But, right. uh, yeah, but okay, but I'm thinking let's go in the sense of get out of here. Uh, no, no, this is. I'll think about that for a minute. Because he's on his. What does Jesus say? Destroy this temple and I'll raise it in three days and and he le- and leaves the temple to them he calls it calls it theirs how does that go uh, he says you're thinking too small a vicar your house is left to you desolate he no longer called it the house of God it was becoming obsolete it made a den of robbers yeah but Jesus said destroy this temple and on the third day I will raise it up again he did say that yeah so that's, that's let's his, go that's he, the let's go <laughs> like he cleanses let's go, let's go. Right. Well, he's gonna He's on his way to the cross, man. That's it. 
I'm him. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Number five. What if like what would your reaction be if the the night sky lit up with angels? Uh, I'd probably think that I had got into the new wine or something like that. <laughs> no, that'd be an amazing experience. Right. What would your response be? Let's go, let's go. Yeah, after they told me to fear not and hopefully I would understand that right. and take it to and heart. Go <laughs> where? You'll go find Go to the manger to see my savior, yeah. Right. A babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. Yeah. All right. And they did it. Yep. All right. What do you think of those so far? Oh, it's a good Does it make list. sense now? Yeah, yeah, it's a great list. So something amazing happens. Response. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Number four. Number four. The transfiguration. Yeah, this is another example of Peter like speaking when he literally didn't know what he was talking about. Right. <laughs> but it's fantastic. He's like, we gotta do something because <laughs> he was trying to let's go. That's right. <laughs> let's build some stuff here. Let's throw up some tabernacles for people to yeah, live and in. Jesus really meant it for a let's go because uh, yeah, his exodus was coming up. And uh, yeah. Peter had just said, what? Yeah. Not you. Why keep talking about your death? And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. That's right. Yeah. So so it was really meant to be for Peter, James, and John, a let's go moment. Listen right. to him. Listen to him, yeah. Listen to him. This is what the prophets have said all along he's supposed to do. So, so uh, something amazing that you have just seen, and the proper response is? Let's go. All right. <laughs> Number three, John 20, specifically, um, uh, Jesus showing the apostles, the disciples, his hands and his side, peace right. be with you. Yeah. Showing up when they were behind locked doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, as a father sent me, <laughs> I am sending you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so his resurrection for them. Mm-hmm. meant the work of the church, forgiveness of sins, proclaiming that forgiveness uh, and uh, calling sin mm. a sin, right? judging sin and impenitent, and also forgiving sin. Right. Number two. I have here actually the let's go part, but I don't have what precedes it. So number two is uh, the baptism of Jesus. Okay. Because the Holy Spirit descended on him and drove him out into the wilderness? Peter yeah. Came out of you. Okay. Yeah. Well, what did the Holy Spirit, as soon as Jesus is baptized, where the Father says, this is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased, mm-hmm. the, the Holy Spirit uh, uh, enlightens in, on him mm-hmm. as a dove, Yep. right? Jesus in the water with sinners. And as yeah. soon as he comes out of the water, the Holy Spirit says, let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Now that, that we know... Everyone knows you are you are him. Yeah, you right? are him. Yep. And uh, the father says, "You are him." Unisense by stepping in the water said, "I'm him." Mm-hmm. So what's the response? Let's go. Let's let's go. Let's go. Be tempted. Oof. Start the mission. Start the mission. Go do what Israel could not do. Yep. Withstand the temptation and what any of us couldn't do, but Israel in the Old Testament could not do. And number one. Uh, I have the the death and resurrection of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, you know that's, I guess it'll be okay for number one. <laughs> right. The whole thing is a, a a massive shift. It's 
obviously the most important thing that has ever right. happened or could ever happen. It is the greatest of let's go, mm-hmm. right? So Jesus rose from the dead. And, and isn't that kind of what our response is? Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah. You know, who, let's go. Who can defeat you? Right. Let's go. Who can undo what God has done? Let's go. What threat could be made even if you're killed? Can they right. undo death? Right. The great, great, let's go. Amen. All right. So that is, that that means we're done, Vicar, because you said amen? Or... I don't know. Like, that, the, the, that was the appropriate response <laughs> to the... Taking to control. The big Look at let's you. go. <laughs> you let go to your head that you drove the show last oh, time. Barely, like that's what happened. <laughs> I was floundering. <laughs> Someone wrote on our Facebook page: in order to drive the show, you have to interrupt like Bullhagen does. Oh, that's probably true. I don't know if they have it in me. <laughs> oh, well, well, we're, uh, we're we're at time. Yeah. We're at time. I think Peter's driving the show. <laughs> Well, thank you for listening. Enjoy these NBA playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I am Bullhagen. This is Vicar. And may your let's go be coordinative. Thank you for joining us. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Questions, thoughts, concerns? You can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, on Twitter at clericalheirsp for podcast, or email us at feedback at clericalheirs.org. Thanks for listening to Clerical Heirs. See you next time.